So, here's the deal. <laughs> we all went in pretty hard for a women's basketball team last week. We did. Uh-huh. And uh, I'd do it again. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I absolutely believe that team was poorly seated in the tournament. I think Buffalo was just... Really <laughs> poorly seated. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, if we had some shit about our seating, like, Buffalo being 11 seed with, what, like a 22 RPR or something Oh, like they're that? loving it. I mean, god no. damn. And then when they they crush us, and then they follow it up by crushing Florida State, Yeah, they were horrifically underseated. In their Which house. goes to Colin's larger point of the selection committee fucking sucks. <laughs> and, right. Yeah, I keep seeing... Uh, see people pointing this to like, oh well, you know, the same thing is going to happen in college football. Uh, the selection committee could be better. That's not. It's not the problem of that that they're being seated poorly. It's that you fucking suck at seating. Right. And then like the other team that should be furious is Western Michigan. And, like they should have been hosting that game against Ohio State clearly since they went on their floor and, and got them good. Yeah. Um. So it, clearly, Mac women's basketball. Who knew? Power conference, <laughs> obviously. Good God. They were, Power seven. You got two yeah. teams. Their top two teams are going to the Sweet 16, and not by a little, but like by beat them down scores on the road. So God bless you, Mac Women's Basketball. You guys earned it. And, you know, I don't think USF didn't show up. I think they struggled to adjust to a team that plays very similar to how they play. Yeah. What. What annoyed the hell out of me was back in December after George Washington and Oklahoma bombed USF from three, we saw a practice, and Jose drilled into them about closing out on threes. Don't jump. Just close out. Get a hand in their face. Defend without foul. Yes. And that didn't happen at all. They shot 14 of 27 from three-point range, which is good for... Bump it a bum, fifty one point nine percent. And at one point, I think it was fourteen to twenty five. Yeah, they they, a couple of the end. they could not miss. Um, I have seen a Jose drill before where they do this thing where they put X's beyond the three point line, and they do they go four out, ball moves around, and you work on closing out not to twenty feet six inches, but to like wherever the X is, which mm-hmm. is like 23, 24 feet. And I've seen them do this drill before, so I know. That is something that they work on. The problem with what they had is that when you're getting spread by a team that's probably a little quicker than you, maybe fleet of foot-wise, if not as basketball skilled, not as big, but like maybe a little quicker, they were just able to move the ball quickly around the perimeter, get get people, you know, even defend without fouling. They were able to get them up in the air. Like, you know, Kit's an amazing scorer. She's not the quickest. She's not our best defender. She's probably the, maybe the worst defender of the starting five. Laya is really scrappy and aggressive and an amazing ball handler and controls the pace, but, like, isn't so big and not super swift. Maria's a stretch forward. is fantastic offensively, but defensively, you put her in space. And... It's just a great matchup, you know. I, what do you do if you're Jose? You, you, you're gonna play zone, so they shoot it even over you even faster. Like you, you're gonna switch more. Like well, they, they switch big on little, they're gonna go by. So I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's say you, you know, if if USF's gonna get to the next level, they gotta find a way to win that game. But the problem is, is that they just ran into a team, and uh, that was just on fire. On the right day, and we were up nine after one quarter. I'm yeah, like, we were cruising, we we're cruising, and then God bless Buffalo, man. They just did not 
quit. They did not give up. They closed out quarters. They did not miss, and they defended. The final three quarters they won, if my math is correct, 91 to 59. That's pretty good. And it was never a game in the fourth quarter. Nope. At no point in the fourth quarter were you like, well, I'm just saying, like, get it under 10. Just get it under 10. They could never get it under 10. And that that three at the end of the first half. Brutal. Kill, just any momentum, any chance of probably winning was that it, game. Laura screwed up the inbound pass. Is that what happened? I forget. Somebody messed up, like, the inbound pass. Yeah, it was off a turnover, and yeah. you know, it was scramble drill, basically, and... I think they. I think it was Sierra Dillard who hit the three, and she was just absolutely insane. Uh, she had. She went off for thirty six points, eleven of eighteen, seven from th- seven of thirteen from three, and just. And then she followed up. She followed that up with an impressive performance against Florida State. And you can't double her and and against a buff. If you're going to play man to man, you cannot double her because Buffalo. As small and, and not super athletic as they are, they move the ball really well when they fill space. You double anybody, you're going to leave somebody open opposite for a three in the corner. Like, it's just there's no there's no there there sometimes. And I just I don't know if there are any answers to solutions. So God bless them. Like, you know, I, I said it on Twitter during the game. I'm like, if this they weren't playing USF, I'd root for this team because they are really fun to watch. And they are really well coached and they play really fun basketball. So yeah. God bless them. And then they blow out. For, I didn't see that game, but I saw all the Florida State scores, and I'm like, I mean, just I'm assuming because Florida State's a bigger team, they just shot the ball over their heads. Like, it just sucks for Maria. Yeah, just, that's just what hurts. It sucks for those two girls that have been such a great part of this program, and they just never are going to be able to get to a second weekend. Maria's probably a, a, a shot at the WNBA, but she'll definitely be able to play in Europe. I don't know what Laya wants to do if she wants to keep playing. Or yeah, what, I don't know. Has Jose reached? His max here at USF, and should he move on? If there's another job open, what's keeping him here besides that he loves Tampa? He loves Tampa. His wife's from here. He, he, I mean, his family loves Tampa. I mean, he is his, he's really 813. So, like, I, I think he's got a lot of reasons to stay like that. But in terms of basketball, like... You're hitting your head up against UConn. There's no, there's no solution for that. There's a solution. Move their asses to the Big East. Oh, that works too. We'll get to that in a little yeah. bit. I don't know. It was a pretty decent segue that he gave you. Yeah, it kind of was. But like, I don't. I, this is important though. I that's good radio. It is and good radio. You're blowing it. I totally. I'm totally blowing good radio here. So, Jose, I don't think he wants to leave. I don't think he will leave. He's not going to go to like some small college town. Yeah, I don't. Jose Fernandez is not going to be coaching in like. You know, Stark Vegas. Yeah, like, I, was, I was thinking about like, okay, so he leaves here. What job is good? Like, where could he go? We passed Ole, Miss, up. Ole Miss is open, but then you're—I mean, you're 45 minutes outside of Memphis. But like, that's not a great. I mean, there's some jobs out there, but I don't think he's—I don't know. I, I don't think he leaves. I think he stays. I think he loves it here too much. Didn't you say last year when the UF job was open that if he turned that down, that yeah. was pretty much the one? Yeah. I mean, and there's other jobs out there. Like, you know, when the UNLV job was open a few years ago, I thought he might be a candidate for that if. You know, there's a good Pac-12 job somewhere, maybe. But I really think—or, and like, even, like, the UM job. If UM was willing to spend money on basketball, maybe he'd go home. But otherwise, I, I if I'm him, you know, I, I think his best position is here. I think USF's position is to just keep doing what they're doing and realize that they're a little bit unlucky to have not gotten to a second weekend yet. And they're just—there's just nothing you can do about UConn. So just suck it up and deal and, and compete as best as you can, which is what they're doing right now. But I, I hope so. I I don't think he leaves. But if he if he did, 
after 20 years, you say thank you, shake his hand, and, and appreciate all he's done for the program. But, yeah, I think he stays. All right. Since you butchered the perfect segue. All right. So here's the deal, UConn. And our friends at No Escalators and a few other UConn fans are out there talking about this. You want to leave for the Big East. And especially because, is Dan Hurley going? Is that done? What happened there? I think it's almost done. I know Pitt kind of Pitt came in. in there and offered $3 million. I yeah. know that. Um, let me look that up while you talk. So they feel like the conference is holding them down. They f- And I tend to agree. This is a football conference. You know, football matters more to the schools in this league than basketball does. UConn is fan base feels like a basketball first school, which when you've won 11 women's, about to be 12, and four men's national championships in the last 20 years, 25 years, whatever it is, yeah, you should care more about basketball because you're really effing good at it. And, I mean, they've mixed in the occasional. They win at field hockey, too, which we don't even offer. They win in – they've won a men's soccer title, I know that. So they've done things in other sports, too. But for them – they're, they're a basketball-first school stuck in a football league. Okay, so let's fix that. Let's put them in the biggest. they got one huge-ass problem, and that's the state of Connecticut paid for the stadium for them to be a tenant, and they have no way to pay off the debt on that stadium if they just, like, up and canceled football. There is zero chance that they can pay that off. And I'm assuming that somewhere in that contract, in that lease for Rentschler Field, it says you have to play FBS football. You cannot drop down to the Yankee Conference and inhabit that stadium because nobody's going to show up. Not that people are really showing up now anyway. So yeah, just pull a uh, Notre Dame and let them play independent, see how far that gets them. Right. I mean, who, I saw somebody recommend, yeah, they can just play UMass 10 times a year because neither one of them will be in a conference. <laughs> like, yeah, FBS football. Like, there's no, counts. There's no solution because they have to pay for the stadium. And they're broke now. They they can't match three million from from Pitt for a basketball coach. Yeah, so this is from the Hartford Current Current uh, today, three hours ago. Okay, the headline: UConn others anxiously await a decision from Coach Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley has been huddling with his family in Rhode Island, mulling his coaching future. Okay, so if he stays at Rhode Island, salaries bumped up to one point one million, which is good enough. <laughs> is um, it? Now when they're offering three down the street. <laughs> yeah, apparent uh, Pitt's offering three, and then UConn's offer is supposed to be in the neighborhood of three. Okay. All right. So, you, but the fact that you can't even like get Dan Hurley had a Rhode Island, I understand your dilemma. Okay, fine. Find a way to not pay for the football, but quit complaining about the conference. This is a football-centered league. I got your problem, but quit bitching about it and find a way to fucking pay for it. You know, like, solve the problem. The problem is you got a football team you probably don't need that tried to compete at a higher level that you now know consistently can't compete because there aren't that many very – there's no recruiting footprint at all. It's cold. You have no tradition. Your fans don't really care. They all care about basketball. Fine. Own that. Own it, but pay for it. That's obviously Rutgers territory. Yeah. I mean, look, they're still in better shape than Rutgers. No matter what, yeah. they're still in better shape than Rutgers. My dead grandparents are in better shape than Rutgers. <laughs> but but start negotiating either to cancel football and get out that way or negotiate something with the state. But solve the problem that way. But quit complaining about it until you – and by the way, the theory of, oh, we'll just leave our football in the American Conference. Bullshit. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Not ever happening. Take that okay, shit with so you on the way out. out. 
Oresco would never be okay with that, right? Zero like, percent oh. chance. Any any other athletic director in the conference is going to go. They're going to walk into the meeting and go, hey, guys, how are you? put the pitch deck up, and the pitch deck's going to be in front of 24 middle fingers. Okay? <laughs> yep. There is no way that the conference would ever let them do that. They are not stashing that trash-ass team anywhere. So, like, is the Maction, is the Mac an option? Why don't you just go to the Mac? Mac and then Big or, East? Or CUSA. If CUSA will take you, go. If the Mac will take you, go. That's totally fine. I don't think they'll play fun enough football to go to either one of those. <laughs> You're probably That's true. Right. Randy gets well, plowing the ball on Tuesday nights in <laughs> two and a half hour yeah. games. Fuck a bunch of that shit. We, we watch we watch Mac and Fun Belt football for a reason. <laughs> Why would any, like, there's no benefit for any conference to say, yeah, we'll take UConn football only. Like, no! <laughs> there's no point. So, Unless tied in with their baseball team or something. No, Big East is going to want that baseball team. They can play in the International Bowl in Canada. Just <laughs> every game. Every game. Yeah, Take go. it back to 2009. Yeah, put go. it in the CFL. Well, they did play in that BCS game that one time. Went and got five loss. Rashed by, uh, I think they were eight and four. Give them some credit. They traveled like 800 people to watch them lose by 800 points. So Can I just say, it's like, I, when everyone talks about conference championships and everything, it's like, how freaking sometimes, like crazy lucky it is sometimes. Like, how is an eight and four yeah. UConn? How is it that USF just, can win 21 games in two seasons? And not they can't get play because we lose <laughs> that one fucking game every year. But UCF, what four losses, tied three way tie? They claim that as a conference championship. Yeah. You, UCF, oh, they, they claimed a championship they didn't necessarily earn. That's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> Stunned. Oh, UCF, man. but so UCF has what's the all time record now? Six and three. I think so. not, yeah. Six, they've beaten us three. Yep. We've won six. So the all-time record six and three on points were up a million because when we win, we win 64-12, 44-3, whatever. When they win, they win. Squeakers. I think their biggest win is 16 nothing in the shutout, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they beat us last year by seven on a f- coin flip kick. It was what, like 21? In 13, when they went to the bowl game, they beat us by three as like a 22-and-a-half favorite or whatever it was. Mike White inside shoulder. So True freshman, though. I mean, true freshman yeah. Mike White, and God bless him. I remember saying, like, okay. Mid-rounder. Mid-rounder. Yeah. Looking good. So, like, all of that, you know, whatever. I'm just – it's just dumb luck. And, of course, because we're USF, can't get – now, the only break we've ever gotten, that 2012 men's basketball team – no business winning two games in the NCAA tournament. None. The women's basketball team—they got a nine seed the first time they got in the tournament. They got a little lucky there too. Those are like the break. There was a softball team that got through a, a, the Gainesville regional once and never had to play UF because like UF went two and Q and like so they got to advance to like a super like that. So those are like I've literally named every break that every sport USF has ever had in postseason has ever gotten. Like, they just terribly unlucky. So, doesn't mean you should change your process. It's just, mm. you know, when the sample size is so small. Think about that. It's like 21 and 3 the past three or three seasons, what have you. Yeah, with Quentin Flowers. But it's like, that's that's really consistent. That's great for a group of five. Well, I don't like saying that, but. it's And honestly, last season, was it a success? No. But 10 and 2. Not bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? First time coaching staff. First or time. First. Should have been better. You know, if Willie Taggart's still here, you're probably not 10 to 2. You're probably 13 and 0, and you're the one in the Peach Bowl. <clears throat> Whatever. All right. 
So welcome to the season. Colin, this is the reason for the season. Colin, you started. Um, you started the season. You started the airing of grievances season. I didn't even mean to. It just sort of happened. And it, like, man, well, it built up. It, it did build it's up. Been, I, let, I was letting a lot of stuff go because of women's basketball. I'm like, this is the time of year where, like, if shit's going to get fixed at USF, now's the time of year shit gets fixed. Because, like, honestly, our athletic department cares very much about their tennis and golf teams, but the people that work there every day don't have to really work on getting people to go and marketing and, and doing stuff for tennis and golf teams. So, like, once women's basketball or whatever basketball is over and, you know, baseball and softball – don't look like NCAA teams right now, that's for sure. Like, what's baseball down right now? Uh, they were up 7-5. Okay, so 7-5. Softball was down 5 nothing last I saw. Oy. But they're in Gainesville, who's, like, number one still. Are they still number one? I think so. Um, so instead of concentrating on uh, teams like that, they uh, concentrate on... 9-5 USF for baseball, top of the fifth. Yeah, they concentrate on putting out very confusing posters. About $99 uh, yeah, season tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just... So anyway, well, should we go back to the area of grievances? Why we do yes. it? Yes. All right. So, so this story happens every year, and we just let it. We had a lot of shit build up, and this is not like shit that we kind. People come to us and say, "Hey, you know, what about this? What about that? Why haven't we talked about?" It? And I'm like, you know what? These are all good points. So we're going to discuss these things. The first one I mentioned is the Sundo. Everyone on God's green earth knows that Yingling has come to some sort of arrangement with USF <laughs> to name the Sundo. This has not been a secret for. At least a month. Yeah, I saw someone on Twitter mention that they they went on a Yingling uh, tour and it was mentioned there. Yeah, it's like they weren't keeping it a secret, guys. <laughs> Open secret. <laughs> Open secret. Like it's not like we're breaking news here. I mean, yeah. we're breaking news because it hasn't been formally published in some publication, but everybody fucking knows. Okay, so what's the dragon of the feet? I have heard that possibly the reason that they're dragging the feet is because it's related to it being beer. Which and, is crazy. Which is insanity. Because they sell beer, beer inside in, the, the Sun Dome. They sell Florida Ave beer, which is fantastic. Not, not for long. Lie. Not for long. <laughs> not for long, but it was good <laughs> when they had it. So, like, the Yingling Dome, Yingling Center, whatever the hell they're going to call it. like The keg. The keg. Which <laughs> really <laughs> has to be the keg, doesn't it? It so Kinda, has to be the keg. Yeah. It might not fly now. The foam dome the or the keg? Yeah, the keg. Uh, I like the foam dome. We got a silver up the top, and we're good to go. Yeah, I mean, but it's we all know. On the top. So yeah. if this is another case of USF hating money and doing dumb shit, they can't get. They've been trying to get naming rights on this literally for two fucking decades. And if they look a gift horse in the mouth, named Jeff Finnick. <laughs> yes, because some concern about alcohol on a wet campus in a building that has sold beer. Forever. I have been shit-faced in that building more times than I can count, including my graduation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was, too. That's yeah. Great. I had a, I had a flask at graduation. No yeah. Less. No, uh, I, yeah. me and Judy were the ones. Are, uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? So, if, this, if we're looking to gift horse, and by the way, it would be one thing if I heard, oh, this is going to happen. It's like something. Out in the I've heard multiple times that we should see a press release sometime in the next day or two. And that was weeks ago. Yeah. Why is this not happening? What is the problem? Why is USF hating money again? So that was number one. What else did I talk about? There was something else. Um, number two was US the, the followers, the following list. Oh. So a lot of people say our social media stinks. It does. It does. It does. It's terrible. I'm going to let you guys talk more about that because I... 
I, I have opinions and thoughts and things, but I don't know if I'm coming out this from clear head. Because okay. all I've heard is from, from, quite frankly, current and former USF staff members about the limits that are placed on their ability to do the things that they want to do and grow the pie. Everything I'm hearing, I'm hearing secondhand, and this is just outside viewpoints, but they seem to have a muzzle on them for a lot of things. And I get that to a certain degree because you don't want to be the, quite honestly, the mid-major university that puts out something stupid that they didn't realize it was stupid or offensive or whatever, and it blows up on the internet. Not a good look. But we can be funny we can be amusing without having to risk that stuff. We can, I don't know, pay these people a goddamn wage who know what they're doing. Or more importantly, just take the cuffs off them, you know? All right, so uh, when Colin went on this rampage, I— It wasn't a rampage. I didn't even intend—it <laughs> was just— But it was— It ended no, up becoming something that it was, I really didn't intend. It was awesome because it let, it let me loose. Mm-hmm. You freed me up. Okay. And it just so happened that on that particular night, mm-hmm. Nevada came da- came back from 22 points down against Cincinnati to win. And Nevada's— Screw up my bracket, national champions. <laughs> I hate he went in at all. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so Nevada, after they win Nevada. the game— <laughs> I got flipped um, off America. <laughs> you know, they just do the, they did the button-matching thing. Who, Nevada? On, yeah. Okay. On their computer, as a, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, that's hilarious. Do you know how many retweets it has right now? Two million. No, close. Seventeen point three thousand. That's a lot for Nevada. That it would is. be more than we got for, for like all yeah. football season, basically. Yep. Yeah. So this is we looked it up uh, during the Black Friday game. Most retweets three fifty three. Now, granted. UCF that same day, a couple thousand, a few thousand. Yeah. Now, granted, they won the game, but we didn't. And they're the national champions. And there's, you know, some thought that USF needs to have a moment like this, but well, uh, it would help if we won something it, huge. It w- yes, <laughs> but when you have the eyes of the nation upon you, when you're the only sporting yeah. event. Like that, anybody gives a shit about that day. You mean like the best played uh, football game all last season? You got to do better than that. Yeah, you have to be better. Clinton Flowers with a completion. You cannot do play by play. That's it. (laughs) That's all they put up. There was nothing interesting, engaging. There were like little gifts put up. There's like, you know, scores after every quarter. That's fine. They put stats out there, but like. Nothing over the top, nothing with personality. One guy like, fuck him up, Q. Like, something funny. Just something, you know, not that far. But. <laughs> right. Like, just something. Like, look at what UMBC did when they got their moment. It's just, it's so frustrating, and I don't think. And it's, it's not just Twitter, go. by the way. It's Facebook, it's, because the, the, it's a lot of video content now on Facebook. Instagram. It's the IG, yeah. the, I, the boomerang. Oh, man. Oh. oh. That, yeah, there are other accounts that follow USF that do a better job than USF does. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, hell, I, I would put us, our social media stuff up against theirs, and there's like three yeah. of us. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, okay. So with, that's why, and we're going to talk about more about this. I know Connor's writing something about it. I, you know, I, I gave him my two cents and said, you know, but you need to, you know, come at this with a little better angle. And, you know, the reason I let the blog go is I have my own biases and things that, color how I feel about this kind of stuff. And that's why these guys need to come out with fresh eyes. So, And then your third thing that you wrote that you checked last week and there's still no effort to help get students to football games. The uh, Greek's still not doing rush right in the middle of the Hona opener. You know, maybe we don't want to. Absolutely that. nothing has changed. And 
I said yeah. that's the definition of insanity, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. You're going to have the same attendance problems with students at football this year because you, have, you haven't you have changed anything that will try and help change a culture. they got a few buses going. That's about it. They've had the buses. I know, but I'm saying like that's all they have total. There's I mean, very little buzz on campus, from what I understand. And, uh, that, and this is not, by the way, this is not an athletics problem. This is a university problem. Yeah. This is a leadership problem from the top of the university because building a campus culture that means something so that these students just don't go through like it's a commuter school, that they have an engaged experience in athletics, that they feel a part of something. You put all of this in the football to build a campus culture, and then the students don't even appreciate it because you got to sell it to them. You know, I know you got them on campus, and yes, they're paying tuition, and our academics are so much better than they used to be. And these are all wonderful and amazing things. But if you're going to say athletics is the front door to the university— Sometimes you got to take those students and make them a part of it. Show them where their athletic fee is going. Yes. And God knows they're paying for it because they're paying a third of that athletics budget right now. Uh, yeah. So, and that's... I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. It's there's, there's no... Like I said, I don't feel like there's a buzz on campus from what I understand. It's just not there anymore. Like, it, there was a little bit from what I get last year, but like it wasn't like it used to be. When, I, when we were going, like in 2006, 2007, 2008, oh my God, you, you know... If you saw somebody wearing anybody else's team stuff or college on campus, they got made fun of. Nowadays, no. And and to be fair, in 2006 and 2007, 2008, we're playing Louisville, West Virginia, Auburn. Schedule's better. The program still feels newer. You don't have Skip dragging it into the mud and killing all the momentum. Oh, man, there was an ultra. I was I was listening to the shutdown full cast. Oh, yeah. And oh, the, oh, my yeah. Skip Ultra Alabama. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're going to shit on USF. Oh, and they man. did, but it was later. It was <laughs> later. It was later on in the podcast. Oh, but, man, that alternate reality where Skip is <laughs> taking yeah. over for Alabama after Saban leaves is That's pretty hilarious. Fun. Oh, it was so good. So so it is different. I'm not, I'm not asking to put 60,000 in the seats every week. But I don't think selling out the lower bowl every once in a while is it's a, unrealistic was for that a 30? big game. Uh, 43. 43? That's not... That's not unrealistic to put 43,000 no. in for a big game. I mean, we can't play Florida State every year. No. <laughs> you know, but, like, I don't think that's asking too much. I don't think it's asking too much for to get a, the students for to top, fill. Yeah, for a top 25 team, no. Absolutely not. It's not. And so... <laughs> I mean, two years ago, UCF wasn't... I mean, I'm not going to say it filled the lower bowl, but it was but, closer than most. But make it a priority. Yeah, it has to be a campus-wide priority. Get your clubs out there. Get your Greeks out there. Get everybody and out there. And shut down every event, every test, everything on campus. Campus, you should see tumbleweeds rolling down Holly like nothing. Tumbleweeds and natty light cans. That's right. Nothing yeah, should yeah. be on campus. Not yet. <laughs> on football, on football days, on football nights, just shut the damn thing down and transfer it ten miles. It's yeah. not hard. Like it has, it has to be the priority, and then you'll get the momentum, and people will care and be engaged, and then you can start talking about stadium. But yeah, until people exactly. are engaged, like if you can't sell it, if you can't get people to go ten miles away, how are you going to sell it when they get here? Because I'm not. Maybe I won't drive ten miles north. Think about that. Exactly. Fuckers. And hundred percent possible. As deflating as it is, it's just that opening game. That's your first time to get your freshmen in to say this is what we're about and then you have them doing rush any kid who goes through that is not going to be like I, I went to every football game in college I didn't even go to my damn first football game mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like you just you set up for failure right away you show by showing that Greek life takes priority 
And that's not an I was Greek. I was proud to be Greek. Our fifty my damn chapter's fiftieth anniversary is on Friday. So like I totally understand it from both sides, but the university has to step in and say No. Yes. The university has to No, I'm saying no, I'm saying right. Yeah. Yeah, the university has to step in and say You can get fitted for boat shoes later, go to the game. Go to the game. And, we'll, and we will and help you. Running people over with golf carts will still be there on yeah. Sunday. And we will help you, Greeks, move rush around, do what you need to do. We will help other student organizations. We will make sure that the things that you're doing get taken care of. But we need to make this our priority. We need everybody. Six Saturdays. The first thing you do when you Six schedule Saturdays. something is so five is that Saturdays on, and a Friday. Yeah, Friday. Is that on a home game? You know what? We'll let you have away games. Go nuts. But if you schedule something a year or a couple months out, first thing. Needs to be asked: Is this on a home game? Right. It should. It. It shouldn't even be a question. No. Yeah. Like the SEC. You notice how early the SEC releases their schedule? It ain't because like TV contracts. Yeah, we got weddings to plan, boy. They got weddings to plan. (laughs) There are life events built around college football. Yes. 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 I'm the favorite because my brother and sister were both born during college football season, and I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that was a joke. So. Uh, so there's just so much that this school needs to fix and fix soon before they just get left in the dust, which is rapidly happening. It's it's rapidly approaching, and not just the the um, yeah. Someone on Twitter works. pointed out that FAU has uh, 1,500 fewer followers on Twitter than us. Yeah, Jack Wooden. Um, yeah. That well, they got Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting your if you're getting your shit pushed in by FAU, I mean, no, no disrespect. They've done a really nice job down there. That program is going in the right direction. They have a president who has made a commitment to athletics that is tangible on that campus. They have a stadium too, which helps as well. The, well, they had Schnellenberger. Yeah. And they, that stadium, though, that's really nice. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's good. It's way better than the one in Oviedo. Like, not close. Um, I mean, it doesn't fall down when three people jump up. And yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They even have, like, fancy club sections and stuff. Like, they have water fountains, too? <laughs> <laughs> even, even, like, the lighting. Like everyone was saying, like, oh, the flashlight thing is cool. It's like, yeah, it's because when the lighting, there's there's four towers. It doesn't light the whole damn field. Yeah, they, get a zone, they didn't get a zoning variance to have that many lights. It's fine. Oh, like, right. So, it's, there are, look, we got problems. We have major institutional infrastructural problems, and it's because people don't get the money and support and the time to do the creative things that need to be done to solve those problems. And a million people could scramble, or three people at the very top could just say, make this a priority, and it gets done. Make it a priority. Give these people power, money, budget, staff to do the things that they need to do to fix it. Your advertising budget can be cut in half if you have a winning football season. Amen. All right, I gotta go. Better news? Bye, Colin. I gotta go. I'm going to work. These guys can handle it from here. Go All right. <laughs> so now we can say whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. We, don't yeah. our, we don't have our editorial watchdog over us. <laughs> Bye, Colin. Bye. All right, so. All right, all the shit we took out is. <laughs> so, better news. Friday night, last Friday night, something magical happened. The lost virginity? No. I have a baby. I'm sort of Mary. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shane McClanahan oh, right. and Carson Ragsdale oh, yeah. combined for the fourth no-hitter in USF baseball history. Nice. It, 
It is. I think the Shane kids uh, is going to be all right. I think it's going to be decent. He hasn't um, given up an earn run all year. Yes. Well, neither have I. Oh. <laughs> Are you? But have you tried to give up an earn run? Just to try in general. Oh, well, I'm just saying it hasn't happened. Okay. <laughs> Fair. But McClanahan went six innings, struck out a career high fifteen batters. Good. Like Jesus. Him. So he pitched the first six innings. He was at ninety-one pitches, and we kind of went. A little nuts in our Slack channel. Why is why is Mole taking him out with 91 pitches? We've seen him top 120 this mm-hmm. season. Wasn't that cold, but it worked out. Yeah, save um, the arm. Yeah, Carson <laughs> Carson Ragsdale threw three innings, struck out seven. Combined, they struck out a program record 22 batters. First team combined no hitter. Uh, they won 12 nothing. Joe Janord hit a home run that game. It was. Uh, it's frustrating for me because I was I was going to go to the game and then my fiance's sister was in town for spring break and it was her birthday <laughs> and we went to dinner. Oh, so I missed the fucking no hitter for Kobe's. For uh, Kobe has a steakhouse. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. No, Kobe's. Oh, oh Kobe's steakhouse. Uh, yeah, no, I, was I like, mean it was decent, but bars. like I was pissed. <laughs> they do the the egg roll and the. Yeah. Volcano. Yeah, I mean, it was nice. Butterfly. But I'd rather have seen a no-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've already seen the butterfly, but not the no-hitter? Yeah. Yeah. got to pay extra for that. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on Sunday, softball threw a no-hitter. Freshman Georgina Korik. Yeah. Threw a five-inning no-hitter. Um, <clears throat> couldn't find my car keys when I was 18, and she's out there throwing no-hitters. Yeah. <laughs> she's on the Great Britain national team. So that's oh, that's really? a claimer. Nah, well, I don't claim Great Britain. Yeah. I got an Irish passport. I can show you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, suck it. Um, so, is that Northern Ireland, or is that something different? It is Northern Ireland, which is <clears throat> technically part of uh, the United Kingdom, but um, so say I, that in front of anyone, you're, you'll probably get shot. So, the passport's on fire <laughs> and flying through the air? Hmm. Ah. Yes. So, yay. Yeah, that's it's impressive. Hopefully, it, it leads to something. It currently doesn't seem like it will. But Update. USF softball got no hit against Florida. Five innings. Five innings. So, nice. Hey. So you just talked about it. By a yeah. walk-off yeah. three-run homer. If yeah, that's apparent, how you say that. Apparently. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, in other news, the AAC and ACC announced a partnership that will help with uh, football officiating. They're calling it a football officiating alliance. Um, I still I maintain. they're going to fight. Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash and X Pac and Hollywood Hulk Hogan and who else? Who else is in NWO? I don't know. You got two. Well, there was. was I mean, they went for a while. Dennis Rodman was in it too. I mean, yeah. Was that Farouk or was that something different? No, that was the that was the Nation of Dominance. Oh, that's right. Oh, NBA with uh, Brad. We're not getting nerd wrestling shit. Wait, so it's the AAC ACCA? Yeah, yeah. I still I maintain that this was a. A screw up on somebody's part and they were too embarrassed to fix it so they were like no 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 I meant like we're going to do a coalition with the other <laughs> no it's fine it's fine you know what fuck it let's go <laughs> yeah so per the release the reliance the, the, the reliance the alliance will allow both leagues to work together on a wide range of officiating matters including scheduling training development recruitment retention and evaluation see here's the thing though the well, ACC's refs still suck and so do 
the AAC conferences. So if you just combine them together, what do you get? Intercontinental champion. <laughs> it's not going to be good. No, no. It's going to be just the AACCAC has shitty refs. It's, yes. not, it's just going to be the those fuckers. The amalgamation over there has Yeah. Um, so Terry McCauley, who served as the Americans coordinator for football officiating since 2013 when the conference was formed, and he was with the Big East prior to that as well, had his position eliminated. We were which was, told that that which wasn't was funny. Happen. We were told because Colin got Mike Oresco on the podcast while he was in yeah. Connecticut for the women's conference tournament. Yeah. And Oresco said, oh, no, Terry's still with us. Well, he, at the time, that was probably. True. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe he just so. phrased it correctly. Oh, no, he's still with us. He's still currently. like he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's still with us. Yeah, he's still with us. He's, yeah, fine. he's fine. I mean, he's but he's as as he's no longer. <laughs> so, but in their stead, uh, the AACC supervisor of officials, oh, Dennis Hennigan, will now manage assignments and be responsible for hiring and training the game officials. Okay, that's going to be great for all the ACC matchups we have coming up. Yeah. All, uh, I mean, this year? Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. This year and next year. And then Louisville. 2022, 2025. Yeah. NC State coming up. So there's that. It'll be It'll be interesting, yeah. I mean, the ACC seems to be one of the, like, the conference that is willing to schedule us because uh, I guess there's. It's cheaper to fly to Tampa. (laughs) And vice versa. Also that. So, actual question. I don't know if this can be answered here. Will there be, like, a mixed crew? Will it be AAC, ACC? Or is it going to be, like, AAC only, ACC only? You know, that wasn't clarified in the release. And there's still – there were talks about a centralized replay center as well. That yeah. wasn't in the release either. So, we'll see where that goes. Um, so, it's just going to be, like, a grab bag of – give me an yeah, a- ACC think, line judge. Give me a AAC. Uh, yeah, right. I think it's – I don't, I don't think they'll be uh, – like how they are conference mm-hmm. specific. I think it's just going to be a, a conglomerate and each crew gets separated and uh-huh. divvied up. And All right, I'm sure that will. Which refs are in the Bad Boy Moore's Gasparilla Bowl? Oh, the uh, ACCAACA. <laughs> okay. The what? Yeah, don't worry about it. Nobody's watching this game. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's move on. Spring football back in action. They were practicing yesterday. I unfortunately was at work. So I wasn't able to go out there and cover it, but didn't really miss much. Tomorrow I'll be out there. So today when you hear it, I'll be out there. Head coach Charlie Strong is scheduled to speak, so we'll get his thoughts on the fifth day of spring practice. We're (laughs) two away from that midway point of spring practice. Hopefully Uh, no one's been hurt severely. I know Eric Mays is still nursing an injury, but Mm. he should be okay. We'll find out what the quarterback. I was going to say, I want like. to know what's going on with QBs. We'll figure that out. Um, did uh, was it our wide receivers coach? Did he? Uh, they put him on IR after that. Oh my that god! Bump? Yeah, for yeah. Charlie Williams, he got lit the hell up after uh, Randall St. Felix. You guys see that GIF? Yeah. GIF. 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 Oh. <laughs> it's not graphic interface format. It's graphic uh, interface it's like format. It's GIF. I was oh, looking at this it. and someone just like randomly tagged Colin in it and I'm uh, like, okay. Well, no, the uh, RAD said, nope, no, I saw it happen. He's fine. He's fine. I'm like, eh, I don't trust you. <laughs> um, so there's that. Pro Day's on Monday. I'll be out there. So we'll get to see Quentin Flowers. I doubt he runs. MVS will likely not run because you're not going to top a 4 3 4. Yeah, no, that's so fine. Fuck that shit. Um, it'll be interesting to see what positions Quentin 
does work out in, I, I assume, quarterback, probably some running back, wide mm-hmm. receiver, punt return. Yeah. Mix. I, I think he'll do it all. Whatever gets him paid. So it'll be fun. USF football. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, so there's a question on Twitter uh, from Nick Armstrong. Uh, which Bulls are locks to be NFL draft picks and which one have a better shot to be undrafted? I think the locks are Sanat and MVS. Mm-hmm. Um, Sanat just had a fantastic, uh, whichever one was here that I covered, Shrine Game. Shrine oh, Jesus. <laughs> Get a great Shrine game prep week. Um, Followed up with some good workouts. He's been around campus. I think he was out. He was out at practice yesterday. I saw him in some pictures in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd like to say that uh, USF put out on Twitter an incorrect score, and their social media is. And that's the problem. Like the softball put, they put out that it was USF zero, Florida eight. It was nine to zero. I don't understand how this keeps happening. Actually, I do, but it needs to stop. Just double-check numbers, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Facebook question from Jason Tippin. Any word on changes of uniform helmets for next season with Adidas taking over? No, but I will try to get an answer for that um, this week. You probably won't I, start I won't. seeing anything leaking out until after they take over because that's. I'm sure that's in the contract with Under Armour. That we don't mention anything. Yeah, it's 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 a weird uh, like transition period because there's really only three months left of the Under Armour deal, so you 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 have to look forward to it because mm-hmm. when July one hits, you need to outfit that entire department. Yeah. So there. Well, I'm sure something. that's already happening. Yeah. I'm saying, but we can't let anything like normally. There's a little like, oh, I found this. You know, they accidentally sent this out or blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen because we can't afford Clo- at least closer <laughs> to the date. But if we know one thing about USF is they like to screw up sometimes. But no, we haven't talked about that at all. And they, they may inadvertently send it out. Um, I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I think that, well, that, those are the only questions. Yeah. Um, Darn. Kind of. Uh, we, we answered. Yeah. We yeah. That's true. We were. At the Thank you. That's about. Street Dojo. But we talked about your thing. We did. Yeah. Great minds, you, though. What happens is we have a set thing that we're going to talk about, and you guys ask those questions. So it's kind of hard. Well, we know what. We know I mean, what we know you guys want to. Yeah, we gotta you know give the people what they want, and we all six we of you try at, at least two hundred. <laughs> it's like yeah. Oh, let's you know what? Let's talk about that that tweet we were put out yesterday about the season ticket. Oh yes, because okay. we actually got Ooh. we got you got us some information. How yeah. you did? How did you find out that information? Did you like try to do it? And they're like, did you know? No. So well, I, I well let's preface. All right, it, let's yeah. preface it. So USF Athletics put out uh, and they gave sent out an email offering ninety nine dollars season tickets to alumni. Uh, there's a limited supply. No alumni, faculty, and staff. So you can't be an alumni and also work at the yeah, school. But the way the wording was so confusing. It was stupid because they went they went like dash, like hash of no alumni, faculty, staff. So it was like you can't be an alumni, but and it's for alumni. Yeah. I, shocked that they kind of messed that up. No other discounts may apply. And just you contact this one person. It, I, and I saw a lot of the replies on Facebook and Twitter. And everybody's like, wait, I'm very confused. And they had to go back and explain it. Probably seven or eight times. Yeah. 
uh, from what I understand, faculty and staff get 20% discount. Um, with their season tickets. And well, it's the same as alumni members. Same as it? alumni. Yeah, so it says no Because discount. if I'm an alumni and a faculty and staff member, it's saying that that discount doesn't apply to the $99 tickets. You're getting $99 tickets. Stop asking for a bigger discount. Yeah, this kid, that's what is it, $16.50 a ticket? Yeah, it works out to $16.50 a ticket um, because of the six home games. Yeah, I can math. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. How about that? Uh, from what we understood, uh, I renewed my season tickets today. I was going to put a tweet out today saying I've committed to the University of South Florida. Uh, um, yeah, I renewed mine last week, and that's uh, <laughs> a little like, sorry. I renewed t- renewed two and added a parking pass, and that's a nice chunk of change. The parking pass is rough, yeah. but from what I understood, the uh, ninety nine dollars tickets are there's a select number of them. It's in the corner. Uh, there are the sections. Um, where kind of the visitors uh, sometimes are in the corner of the end zone. It's on the visitors. It's on both sides. Yeah, actually, I had we've had those seats. Um, my group and I have had those seats previously, and we were paying full price. So where the hell was this deal before? But and yeah, we we're not paying ninety nine dollars a person. I can tell you that right now. So, huh? So, so it's on. So those tickets, the limited supply, are on the visitors. Now side. is is this? F- uh, yeah. So that's it's not side. so. The, so yeah, the, the student section where the band is, and that corner that's actually uh, uh, tarped off, that yeah. corner by them, the opposite corner. Mm-hmm. So my season tickets are actually in the end zone of, of the opposite corner of the student section. So okay. the corner sections where the vi- there are visitor tickets there and there are regular tickets there, that's where the $99 tickets are. Because yeah. um, uh, they weren't filling those up last year. No. Yeah, and I think that's a great deal because you get, a hell of you a get deal. new ticket members in. So this is aimed at? New ticket accounts. It, uh, so I've never had season tickets for USF. I've I've just bought as far as single, as far single, game, that single game tickets yeah. for the ones I've wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. And then for the past few years, I've been a media member and we get mm-hmm. the hookup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't do you have like points accumulated you, with your you account? You do, that, but uh, I mean, they haven't really counted lately because the, you they're priority points, which means you get priority over other people that for big games. So like for Florida State, they would have counted a couple of years ago if you want to go to like a basketball or something. Like okay. they, would, they take that into account, but they don't. I mean, it's not really an issue. They you went when they changed it under Harlan. From what I because I'm a this is my fourth year. Um, we upgraded from two uh, last year. We did eight. Now we're down to six. Um, from what I understand, with each ticket you pay a certain amount for your Bulls club level. Yeah, it's usually fifty bucks is the minimum. Yeah, and then you can go higher, higher, higher. Whatever your Bulls club club level is, then you get some perks based on that, like yeah. visitor tickets, first of right refusal. Um, so like when the UCF tickets were dropped, you're depending on what your level were. Those are the ones that released. The more you spend, the more you get, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was um, the Lightning do something that's pretty cool with season ticket members. If you've been a season ticket member, let's say you've been a season ticket member for five years mm-hmm. and someone's been a season ticket member for three years, you, they can like take your seat. Like they'll like at FanFester, they do something where they point out in the stadium, like in the arena, which seats are still open oh, yeah. for season tickets. Hmm. And you can go sit, you get to sit in the seat, see the view, see everything, and then you can go around. But there's like a time limit. They used so, to do that at USF um, when they did FanFest at Raymond James. Really? You'd be so, able, yeah, if you wanted to walk up, they would show you, they'd mark off the seats that were taken, and they'd say, here are your seats, how many do you want? And then if, mm-hmm. say, like, you have, uh, you've been with the team five years, oh, and I've you been with three, yank and I'm sitting oh. in the seat, they have to get up uh, like I would have to get up for you because you've been with huh. uh, you've been a season ticket member longer. I don't see that you being have a problem more. with USF, but yeah, 
you have more cachet with the, so like huh. that can happen. And if you're not in your seat, when the time goes up, you don't get any seats. Oh, oh wow. So, so oh, okay. it's, well, it's the, the, I don't think we're as like you, <laughs> well, yeah. the, the way that it works is you can sign up for a new account, but when, when you buy your seat, that's your seat until the priority deadline, which is uh, March 31st, next week, Friday. Mm-hmm. So if you don't renew, then those go up, and then it goes into a priority it list for pool, new yeah. account holders so. to grab your seat if needed. So as long, so the neat thing is if you're a, you're a season ticket holder, you have until March 31st to decide if you want those seats, if you want to upgrade, that kind of thing. So they, well, they'll hold them. I will say the guys in ticket office are freaking fantastic John Lewis and his team do a really great job yeah, I mean, he finally just got email help. blasting heck <laughs> oh, I yeah. because I waited so long because I was waiting to see uh, if my group wanted to downgrade Same, what yeah. have you I even got a, a written letter from um, oh Andrew Goodrich saying like hey you just hoping you're still mm-hmm. interested just re- just a reminder giving you all the dates of when the, the last of the priority period ends oh yeah they didn't, how, they didn't let you renew. forget. <laughs> I mean, I got a bajillion emails too, but it's like, hey, you got to do that if you're USF. Yeah, you got to exactly. keep people, keep, I mean, keep people in the it was, And it was just the side of annoying, so it worked. But $99 tickets, if you can, go ahead and do you it. Know. There's a lot of cool perks and, being a season ticket holder. And, yeah, I mean, Georgia Tech, UCF alone, those two games for $99. I mean, yeah. you never yeah. know. No, absolutely. I mean, people, no, were sell, people were buying tickets. UCF tickets last year for $100, $150. And if you're going to uh, go to most of the games, if not all the games, there's only six home games this year, consider buying a parking pass. Uh, if you're gonna, if you want to park on the grass by the stadium, it's twenty bucks. This breaks down to like twenty five because uh, you end up spending one hundred twenty for just parking half a mile away. Parking pass is one hundred forty if you already have the fifty dollar donation level. If you already have a hundred dollar donation level, it's ninety. So you're saving even more money. So think about it. All right, and that's our plug for USF Athletics for the day. Let's park. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. I think we covered everything. Just check us out, dailystampede.com. Mm-hmm. At Stampede SBN, at Bulls Nathan SBN, at Senator Giggity, at Anthony Vito underscore. Did I get that right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. First time ever. Um, At Colin Sherwin, no blue check mark because ha ha. (laughs) Uh, Just follow us on Facebook as well. Uh, We're the Daily Stampede. Um, Other things like a site for USF fans or something like that. Mm -hmm. We got to change that. It's for USF. There's not going to be more. Blue check mark. Yeah. Yeah. So. So check us out. We'll have I'll have some stuff up for football tomorrow and practice on Saturday. I'll be able to watch the entire thing, so look out for that. Hopefully shoot some video, get some interviews, do all that good stuff because I know you guys clamor for it. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls.